0: Welcome to the show! We are tuned in for real-life stories with real-life people who have overcome adversity and healed their life. I am your host, Victoria Johnson, teacher-trainer and coach-trainer for the Heal Your Life Certification Program and best-selling author of Do That and Then Some Transform Feelings of Less Than to More Than Enough. As Louise Hay always said, the point of power is in the present moment, so let's get started. everyone, and welcome to, today, to today's webinar. I'm really excited about the content, Keys to a Happier, Healthier Life, and how amazing is it to share it with each of you who is with us today, either live or watching the recording or listening to the recording later. I wanted to start off with a reading. It's not actually a meditation, so feel free to just stay in the present with us. As usual, it's from uh, Trust Life, which was, uh, it says Louise Hay on it, but was compiled by Robert Holden. Uh, he, uh, I get chills every time I think of it, compiled this book as a staff writer, uh, not as the best selling author that he is. And all proceeds are going to the Hay Foundation. I encourage people to get it whenever they can. Trust Life, it's a daily uh, devotional, let's say, book uh, that you can enjoy. And so every time I pick up this book, I'm gonna say, Nine and a half times out of 10 that I pick up this book, the reading is exactly perfect for that day. And today, with our theme being Keys to a Happier, Healthier Life, the April 26th message is, every thought I think is creating my future. In Louisa's live lecture, The Totality of Possibilities, she says, I spend my life seeing the truth in people. I see the absolute truth of their being. I know that the health of God is in them and can express itself through them. Louise isn't talking about positive thinking. In fact, Louise doesn't see thoughts as being positive or negative. Thoughts are always neutral. It's the way we handle our thoughts that is either positive or negative. That makes sense. I'm going to say that again. It's the way that we handle our thoughts that is either positive or negative. So how do we really change our mind, Robert Holden asks Louise. You have to change your relationship to your mind, she says. Well, how do you do that? Robert asks. Louise says, by remembering that you are the thinker of your thoughts. Be the thinker, not the thought, he says. The power is with the thinker, not the thought, she responds. Isn't that so beautiful and so powerful? I really love that. It's the way we handle our thoughts that is either positive or negative. Remember that you are the thinker of the thoughts. The power is with the thinker, not the thought. What a great way to start today's session. So um, I want to go straight into a little exercise. And so I'm gonna share the screen with you a little bit here and maybe if you can grab a pen and paper, that would be helpful. If you don't have one handy, you could likely do this in
1: your mind, but a pen and paper would be helpful. Okay.
0: So, We're going to look at all areas of our health today. So often, when we think of health, we think of, oh, I need to lose 10 pounds or something like that. We don't think of health as being physical, emotional, relationships, friendships, spiritual, career, financial, purpose, assertive ability as part of your health, time management, and mental health. So, what I'm going to ask you to do right now is if just on a scale of one to 10, and the reason I do this on a scale of one to 10 rather than an Exclama- explanation <laughs> is that it forces you to put a number to it instead of uh, having a vague answer. So, on a scale of one to 10, if you
1: can just rate all these areas in your life right now. Victoria, are you talking?
2: Because I can't hear anything.
0: Okay, I'm not talking right now. Can you hear me now?
2: I'm sorry.
0: It's okay. It's all good. Ideally, I'd have some background music on for you, and then it wouldn't be
1: confusing.
3: Good morning, Victoria. Good morning.
0: Okay. Is there anyone who needs more time? Okay. There's no rush at all. So as you are finishing up, for anyone who is done and would like to share, you don't need to share your ratings. Your ratings are for you personally, but anyone who would like to share what hell
1: means to them. Uh, you can go ahead, Maureen. I just can't hear you. Perfect.
4: I forget. I mute me all the time. Um, I'll share. I was waiting for others and I'm thinking, you know what? I'm feeling prompted, so I'm going to share. Thank you. Health is multifaceted for me. It's a combination of everything that's in my life, my food, my emotions, my relationships, the movement of my body, my mind, how I think about things and how I apply my thoughts perfect thing this morning about thoughts and how they're not negative or positive. They're just thoughts. So health for me is maintaining my emotional and physical well-being. And now structure, routine is really helpful for me to do that, to get up in the morning and do some movement, do meditation, and then start my day. And when I don't do those right first thing in the morning, it seems my day is a little more chaotic. And, and physically and emotionally, I do suffer. And lately, I have been eating more sugar than I ever have in probably five years because I've been eating baked goods made by others. Um, and so, I mean, my body is telling me this is not a good thing, and it's reacted in so many ways. So health is maintaining who I am, On a constant basis where I can connect to spirit, love myself and those around me, and be in those moments. Just be in those moments and be grounded.
0: Beautiful, Cher Maureen. Thank you. Thank you. You're
1: welcome. Someone else want to share what health means to them? I'd like to hear from a few people if possible. Hi, Victoria. Can you hear me? It's Jacqueline. Yes,
5: Jacqueline. Okay, I'll share. Thank Um, you and welcome. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Um, To me, health means um, all the areas of our lives. Um, That's what I'm focusing on. I'm kind of all over the place. But my main theme is um, health, my emotional health, my mental health, my physical health. And I know one area will affect the other so in my journey taking care of myself um my focus is emotional health um for the first time in my life i'm uh, examining feelings and um, that i'm allowed to express feelings and i'm setting boundaries and um, uh, building a sense of safety around um, emotional health that's my focus and i think everything. I can build everything up from there. I'm doing okay. And um, my, my my strength is spiritual health as well. So that that helps me. That's one of my foundations. Yeah. Uh, to take care of myself and, and to be a, um, a, um, a supportive person for my friends and family. Yes. Yeah. So that's it. Just short and sweet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so well spoken as well and you know I'm going to tell you the truth I got goosebumps when you talked about part of your health being your boundaries and um, also being a support system for others because I've, I don't think I've really thought about that before that um, you know having my boundaries set and supporting others as part of my health but it's all part of that package so great share. thank you so much Jacqueline thank you um Mikey, go ahead.
6: Yeah, I would say that health, all the points that were on your list that we just rated are components of our health, I would say. And if you're a self-loving human being, I think throughout our lifetime's journey, it is our our mission to keep that in balance. But when you look at that list, there's quite a few points and it feels like you're constantly a little bit in a you know, it, it's it's a big job to keep that all in balance, and I think that is our challenge throughout life to to keep that going, and that's where we, I think, learn and grow.
0: Yes, and and such a good point because I don't want anyone to look at that list and think I need to have tens across the board, no. because that's just not how it works. So thanks for pointing that out, Heike. We 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 go with the ebb and flow of life, right? So there's going to be times where your personal health is a 10 or your relationships are a 10. And then there's going to be times when something else is up in the 10s. And that's okay. It's part of loving the whole self. And like Hayekki said, moving with it, moving with it, not judging the self and moving with it. And so the purpose of having that uh, little assessment right at the beginning of our call was just to help you identify some areas that you could spend more time on, you know, that you could examine a little closer. So let's say, for example, something that came up was physical health, you know, or emotional health. What can you do to improve that? And we are going to be talking about that on this call today, you know, how we can be eliminating the negative and strengthening the positive. And I'm really excited to share with you as well, just kind of how that flow all trickles down from our spiritual body uh, down to our mental body and emotional self and so on. So we'll go through that in, in a few minutes. Somebody else wanna share what health means to them?
1: Daisha, welcome.
0: Thank you, <clears throat> Thank you, hi. So um, for me, I think um, health just means feeling good and being happy. Um, I know we have all those other bullet points, but overall, just to feel good and be happy. And that's it. I love the simplicity of it. I'm actually writing that down, what you said just now. (laughs) Feeling good and being happy. (laughs) No need to make it complicated, right? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And feeling good and being happy. Mm -hmm. May it be so. Thank you. Thank
1: you. Mm -hmm. Let's have one more share on this. I can share. It's okay.
2: Heather. Hi, Heather. Um, I actually wasn't going to share because the first two ladies came up with such a beautiful, lengthy explanation. And mine was very simple, too. Um, I've been asked this a lot, having MS, you know, how do you rate your health? And um, for me, it's just a positive sense of well-being.
1: Mm-hmm. And when
2: I have that positive sense of well-being, I might put a a nine down for my health. Now, someone looking at me might go, how can you have a nine for your health if you're not as mobile or, you know, but for me, absolutely. It's just that well-being, that positive well-being that I feel for myself. I love that. And thank you for sharing that.
0: Oh, sorry. Did I cut you off? Did you have more to say? No,
2: not at all. No.
0: Okay, so a positive sense of well being. Mm-hmm. A positive sense of well being.
2: I didn't want to share because I thought, well, that's just too simple. So I'm not going to share. So thank you to the last person that did because, yeah, it doesn't have to always, although I love, again, how you guys explained that in a lengthier way because it makes perfect sense to me and the goosebumps come as well. But, um, Yeah, I guess uh, over 20 years of answering that question repeatedly for doctors, that's what comes to mind for me.
0: Yes. Thank you, first of all, for your honesty and in sharing that, the vulnerability that you just shared uh, with saying that you felt maybe a little bit, um, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but maybe a little bit intimidated or that you didn't think that your Mm -hmm. sentence was quite as valuable. Um, This just goes show how we all learn in different ways and how we all express ourselves in different ways and everything that everyone shared were absolute pearls of wisdom that I think each of us can relate to in different ways so thank you once again Heather
2: you're welcome thank you
0: thank you okay so what I want to go through now is I'm going to do a little bit of a share screen again and we're just going to go through some of the things that Make up different areas of our health. And again, this is just some of those things, like uh, Heather shared, you know, it's not the whole thing. But sometimes we get a little bit stuck and we can get a little unstuck when we look at how we can. So, say, for example, if you had, you know, your emotional health was maybe lower than the rest, um, maybe there's some things that you can look at, like maybe you're having trouble expressing anger or. Maybe um, you um, are noticing that you're more critical of others. And so just making those kind of changes will help improve that emotional health. And so that was the purpose of me sharing this today. And if we look at, for example, the physical health, is there anything there that jumps out at anybody that, that is an area that they would like to work on improving? either in physical health, emotional health, or relationships. Anybody want to share anything that they're noticing is an area that either they could work on now or they've needed to work on in the past and have had um, either a positive or a negative outcome that you'd like to share?
6: Victoria? Hi. Yeah. Emotional health. I see... um, I I'm able to express anger appropriately. I don't know if it is the time of my life I'm in my fifties and probably facing menopause, but or like I, I feel like I'm I must be in it, but I, I have moments where I get really angry about something, like boom, and I'm a redhead too, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking, wow, I can only remember having that as a child, but Have more. It goes away, and I can talk myself into reason. But I'm sometimes I can get really Mm -hmm. (laughs) like a little dynamite.
0: (laughs) Well, and I think you make a good point that you know hormones in our body make it play a big role. Um, I know that I've noticed since being um, I'm 54 now um, that I have similar uh, emotional responses that I had when I was in my. late teens, early 20s. And one of those was zero to angry in zero seconds, right? It's just like flipping a switch. But the great thing about being older is now I notice it. So obviously you notice it because you're mentioning it, right? So we notice it so we can check it right away, right? We We can deal with it and say, okay, what's showing up for me right now? What's going on? And I, am I hearing you right that you because you're noticing it, you are expressing anger appropriately?
6: Yeah, I, I'm trying to, you know, yeah. just self-talk and and trying to find out why does that bother me that much and you know, breathing deeply and get yes. myself out of of it. And that is right, you know, that's the beauty of getting older. You find tools to deal with things better.
0: Right. And, you know, another thing I want to say about this sentence, and I'm glad that you brought it up, I'm able to express anger appropriately. For some people, that's going to mean toning it down. For other people, that's going to be expressing it more, right? Because so often as women, especially, you know, we are told that it's not right for us to be expressing anger. We're supposed to be nice girls, right? Anyone have any feedback
4: on that? Anger? Um, I understand anger. Um, I'm not a redhead, although I think at times I might be. <laughs> um, I words trigger my anger, and I, and I agree with Victoria. Is that as I've become older, I started recognizing my anger that I've had all of my life, and how it was like, you know, at the end of my sleeve, and something would trigger it, and I and I blow. Um, and now. I'm finding I'm in a place where when I feel that anger and I start to speak it, I'm able to better articulate the feelings surrounding that. Mm -hmm. And um, essentially it's around the relationship with my husband. I mean, here we are together, learning to be together, learning to be within each other's space. And I've been busy working, working, doing, doing, loving what I'm doing right now. And I feel he's lonely and missing out. And I come upstairs and I see he's angry and upset. And so I call him on it. I say, I I feel that you are angry right now. What's going on? And then he gets angry because (laughs) because I pointed out how I see his face and hear his quick answers to me after I've, you know, come out of my office and excited about stuff. And he's just sitting there watching TV and I'm going, oh my goodness, I have a purpose. He
1: needs a purpose.
4: understand.
0: I'm laughing so hard because Maureen, you are just, you know, you're such a powerhouse in all you do. And uh, I know that we so badly want everyone around us to have the joy that we have and the fulfillment that we have. Um, But one thing I have to keep telling myself, and I think that each of us on the call can benefit from this is, you know, what Louise used to say, the only person I need to work on is myself. And as we work on ourselves more and more, then we aren't as impacted by the energy of other people, right? And I understand completely what you're saying. Chris and I had a, an exchange yesterday that was uh, similar. We were just we were talking about someone that I, uh, like a, um, I'm going to call him a celebrity in the spiritual world that, that um, has done amazing things that I really respect. And Chris had a different opinion. Um, and I, it was everything I could do not to like have to convince him, right. That I'm right. And trust me, I tried for like 20 minutes convincing him that I was right. And then I'm like, what am I doing? Right. Like let him have his own opinion let it go. Right. And so for me, that's something that, that I can relate with, with you with where we want everybody to be where we're at, but they have their own road and ours isn't superior or inferior to theirs. No, no, no. Our path is our path and, and, you know, we're equally going down the same road
4: that leads to the same place. It is, it's it's my hope with my husband that um, he does find his own purpose and that he can be happy um, with who he is. And together we can create that beautiful synergy. Mm -hmm. You know, I, And yes, this is all about learning. It's all about me. It's all about just work on me. And I know I've seen change in our relationship for some amazing, wonderful changes. I've learned so much about me through all this and relationships. So I'm just not sure what to do when I see him depressed and see him down and out and see him angry. Like, do I just walk away? How do I deal with that? Well, first of all, let me just say I'm open to feedback
0: from anybody on the call on this. And I'm going to say that how I feel is when he is in his own space and feeling his own feelings, that's okay. If you are ever concerned about clinical depression, you know, that's a completely different story again, where, you know, I live you know eat breathe sleep affirmations positive visualization meditation and so on but sometimes we do need help from the medical community and I had this discussion with someone yesterday you know um, God helps those who help themselves right and sometimes helping ourselves is calling the doctor so you know please let me support you further on that one-on-one as well and does anybody else on the call have anything they want to add to that
2: different perspective I don't know if it's a different perspective. It's Heather. Um, But I feel like I can relate or could anyways with my partner. And um, I think just loving on them and, and also loving on him and, and also acknowledging how he's feeling because how he's feeling is so real for him. And some of it personally, is can be because of how I am feeling and um so if I acknowledge how he's feeling which can open up the dialogue for him to share and express which isn't typically the man's strong side they're typically not the the talkers right they they shouldn't talk and share and 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 feel all these emotions that are that are flying around right now with what we're in in life and we shouldn't be feeling the anger but for me it's always about as long as we can talk no matter what's happening in the world with whoever it's with and whatever it's about as long as we can just keep that dialogue going so just share with him how you feel and 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 um that works for me sharing how I feel, you know, I just came out of my office so excited and I wanted to come and and hug you and, and love on you. But when you're upset, I feel bad and, or I express how you feel. It, it makes me, me, um, be, it makes me scared. I'm speaking from my personal story. Um, you know, I just want to come and and hug on you and have fun with you. But, but i come out and it's like all of a sudden i'm drained and i'm scared and i just don't want to go there and maybe i'm avoiding those emotions that i think you're feeling right now and i'm mm-hmm. trying so hard to be in them how are you um, what what are you thinking what are
4: you feeling and i ask him the questions and he yeah. get, does he gets he doesn't answer and he gets more angry yeah Yeah. Well, because I tried to create dialogue and help him to acknowledge and and understand his feelings and like what's going on. How, you know, what, here's what I'm seeing. Tell me more. And he won't go there. Yeah.
2: Just love on him. Just, I love you. I'm here. Um, If there's anything I can do. And and then don't change up you. Be you because he needs you to be you. Yeah.
0: Thank you. That, and that's such a great point, Heather, you know, just to continue to be you and, and loving on him. And, and um, I've had an experience with this in the past too, where I just treated him as if, you know how we do with other things in life that we're working on, treating them as if, and just really going into that space where just thanking him for being such a loving and kind and open person, you know, that, that kind of thing. But, you know, again... Just really, that's some really great advice there from Heather. Heather, I appreciate you sharing. Thank you so much. You're
2: very welcome. Thank you.
0: So that brings us down into our spiritual health and sense of purpose, career. Anything there jumping out at anybody that they'd like to make some comments on?
3: Can I say something? Please, Sarah, go ahead. Uh, about the um, spiritual health, uh, from inside me I have a really good feeling, but in another part I feel really, um, I don't know how to explain that. It's hard for me because I cannot explain my feelings and my spiritual path with someone else who can uh, ha- ha- who can completely understand what I'm talking about. And it's hard. I don't know how to overcome with that because I've tried it with many people. I mean, from my family members, from my best friend, my close friends, but um, they don't understand what I'm talking about. And it really hurts me. I mean, okay. So I'm going to just stop you there
0: for a second, Sarah. So I want to ask you why, like, why do you feel like, um, you, and this is just a very basic question. Why do you feel like you need to share your belief system with it?
3: Um, I don't know, because, uh, I've taught myself to be an extrovert because in the past I was introvert and I didn't talk. And now I, uh, accustomed to talking to people and sharing my feelings. And when I can't, and somebody who I count on doesn't understand what I'm talking about, it makes me, um, feel bad. I mean, it's like, I'm not, um, completely successful in transferring my feelings or whatever I'm seeing and others can't. I know that uh, other people, many of people don't, um, maybe they are not in the level that I'm seeing something in the spiritual level, I mean, but I don't know how to handle it. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe stay in myself or um, go out and find someone or some way to feel better. I'm not sure with that.
0: So I'll offer some feedback, and again, we're open to feedback from the whole group, and my feedback would be, um, first of all, knowing that you're finding your tribe, right? You're finding your people, you're finding the ones who speak your language and who have similar beliefs and so on. And on the other side of that, one thing that I give as advice when I'm coaching clients is to... Only share what you're passionate about and what you, your deep belief system is, and so on, with people who will support you. And that goes the same with goals, things you're working on. You know, I'm going to use something very basic like um, quitting smoking, you know, or going on a diet. Um, share that information with people who will support you, right? And I think the same is with our spiritual beliefs. Um, I was raised in a Christian home and I carry a lot of those values with me to this day. However, I have left the church organization. And so um, again, I understand completely what you're saying because I don't share my spiritual beliefs with my family because I know they won't be supported and, or understood and there'll be confrontation. And so I have for many years felt unheard or unaccepted. And I relate completely to what you're saying. However, my belief system is unshakable. And I know that it's right for me. And it may not be right for somebody else, but it's right for me. And if I stand firmly in that belief, then all doubt and and insecurity or feeling like I'm on the outside melts away. And the oneness of the human race, no matter what their beliefs are, comes together for me. Does that make sense for you?
3: Yeah, it does. I, I want to add that I don't have any doubt about my feelings. It's like I know uh, maybe what the real meaning of life is, and I'm seeing especially my family or my friends, um, they, they are not seeing that. At the same time, I know people's levels are different. Maybe they are not ready for knowing what I'm, I know. So as you say, yeah, I need to stay at my own beliefs and um, feel good with that.
0: Yes, yes. Thank you for sharing Sarah. I appreciate your vulnerability. Heike, go ahead.
6: Yeah, I just want to add to that spirituality is such an individual journey and it has so much to do, in my opinion, it has so much to do with your culture, with your history, what happened in the family. So therefore you would never like to find someone that is exactly on the same level. It's nearly impossible. And I feel just give yourself permission and, and feel good in what you believe in. That is you, that is your, your person. And, and the other ones will have, you know, different views. If they're not there, I feel too, some humans are way not. I think we're doing different journeys and some are maybe, maybe just at the beginning of the race, and you're already way ahead. So therefore, you, no judgment, you know, uh, that's, that's where they are. And um, feel strong of what you think. And then maybe have a smile that you feel like you're a little bit ahead of the race already. I think.
0: Yeah, well, it's true. When we look at where we've come from to where we are, right? That growth is so beautiful. Thank you for sharing, Heike. Let's, uh, let's do one more share on this piece here um, anything around financial
4: prosperity. Yep. I just have one comment about that. Sure. Maureen. Um, be the example, you know, where you're at, you know, what you believe, you know, that it's, it's, it's truth for you. Be that example, allow people to see you shining your light. You don't need to give them words. You don't need to convince them of anything. And that's what I was reminded this morning when Heather said, just love, just love, I'm going to continue to be that light, that bubbly, happy woman, which my husband does love, <laughs> and, and just love him and embrace him. And, and, and not only show him, you know, for my husband, Cal, I'm saying, I love you, you know, and just be that example and let people see who you are and how you've changed and how you, how you live your life now. Then they'll become curious and they'll start asking, they'll start seeing, and all of a sudden, they're going to change their whole demeanor and come towards you
0: so beautiful we attract right law of attraction like attracts like
1: okay one more share around financial prosperity or assertiveness go ahead Sarah
3: uh I believe that uh, it became my belief that when I want something or I want to live in a way that I really like I don't need to just uh, take a look at my uh, bank account I just want to desire that and it comes to me every time it's coming to me and it's really interesting it's It's miraculous that you you don't need to play with the the numbers. You just ask for that and it comes. It it doesn't mean just the bank account.
0: Yes, it's so true. Absolutely. I'm doing right now Deepak Chopra's 21 Days to Abundance. And I'm keeping a little side list of everything that's been coming to me. Uh, You know, whether it's a phone call from a friend or whatever it happens to be as part of the abundance and the prosperity. And uh, thank you for for reminding us all of that, how it shows up in every different way. All we have to do is just be mindful and notice. Okay, so what I'm going to do from here, this was just, you know, a guide to um, give you this information to maybe do a little bit of a self-assessment. And... um, what I wanted to share with you right now is some information that I actually found on the website for the Chopra Center. And uh, it's a ton of information. So I'm going to create a flow chart and attach the flow chart to the recording when I send the recording out. And it talks about the flow between the spiritual body, the mental body, the emotional body, and the physical body. And I think that goes really well with what we're talking about today, You know, the keys to a happier, healthier life. And so with the spiritual body, um, you know, it's our connection to energy, right? And feel free to interject at any time here. And for some people, that connection to energy is going to be religion. For other people, it's going to be uh, spirituality from, you know, universe, uh, source energy, creator. Um, For other people, energy is simply going to be the atoms in the body or quantum physics, you know, things that science refers to. But it really doesn't matter how it is that you look at the spiritual body. Whichever way you choose, like we were talking about, Sarah, whichever way you choose uh, to view your source and your source of energy is perfect for you. And um, so know that 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 spiritual energy trickles on down to the spirit, like forming the spiritual body that we are. And so some practices for helping with that. Uh, staying in tune with our spiritual body is of course practicing those daily practices that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, Um, meditation Um, maybe you want to learn to work with energy, maybe doing Reiki or um, Qigong or having uh, even acupuncture done to your body Um, you know, just keeping those energy channels open Um, of course, studying consciousness, studying philosophy or religion, whatever you're passionate about um, conscious living, um, which reminds me. So on the surface level, that mental body is our thoughts, but on a deeper level, it's our beliefs and desires, right? And so our beliefs and desires, they, um, are opinions and convictions that we hold true without actually having an immediate truth, um, or immediate proof to them. And the values that they represent, that we represent You know, they're often determined when we're children. So values and beliefs come from thoughts that were formed very early in childhood. But the mental body, our thoughts, you know, they're going all the time. And the thing that really stuck out to me when I was studying this material is we often, you know, with our thoughts, we'll we'll set a goal. So say you look at your ratings this morning and you notice something that maybe is a four that you would like to work on. And so you say in your thoughts, okay, I'm going to work on this and improving this, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to set this goal, right? This is all running through your thoughts. But when we don't address the belief behind it, we're not going to achieve that goal. And so we want it, we're saying, hey, this is what I want, this is my goal, and so on. But we're not going deeper and examining that belief that we set in childhood that's holding us back from having it. And so that's the mental body and how that flows in, of course, into the emotional body, which we'll talk about next. But some practices, again, for the mental body is um, setting goals, uh, getting a coach or a mentor to keep you focused on your goals, and you know continuing your education, studying, reading books, and so on, and really working on eliminating those stressors that are in your life. And of course, as we do this, as we read the books and work on things as well, we want to be looking at those belief systems that we have and seeing if there's any way that we as, as adults now, as we're setting these goals, want to change those belief systems. So the next moving into the emotional body is comprised, of course, as our past present and future emotions and experiences. Um, you know, our emotional experiences are anger, sadness, fear, hurt, guilt, resentment, jealousy, shame, all of these emotions that come up, um, like we talked about last week, because we are, that's part of our conditionings, you know, thoughts, emotions, behaviors, and um, they're all related to the past right? We've learned in the past what causes that emotion. I get so mad every time so-and-so does this. I get so hurt every time so-and-so does that. You know, we have, we've, we've set that in our mind as a belief. And so as energy flows down from the mental body into the emotional body, it bumps into uh, stored baggage, which we're going to call like creating turbulence in our life, Right. So we've got all this stored baggage that we've been bringing forward with us. You know, oh, I hate that guy. Uh, I can't get along with my mother-in-law. Whatever it is, right? I'm jealous of my sister. Whatever that comes up. And so we're going to call that baggage, right? And so that stored baggage can come from those past fears, which project into the future. And then they cause anxiety. Because then it's like, you know, oh, I don't want to deal with this person. I don't want to deal with this situation. And then we're making up these stories in our mind based on our past experiences. Is that making sense to everyone? It was. It was like um, using the, the baggage analogy and the turbulence. <laughs> it was a real aha moment for me. Uh, I really um, am grateful for finding this information, and we'll share it with you as well. And um, I'm really excited that there's so many places doing studies right now that are showing this whole connection between mind-body-spirit. And one of the things that I wanted to share with you today is a study, and I'll attach this as well to the recording, um, a study that was put out fairly recently, as far as studies go, by Harvard. And um, it is the biology of emotion and how you know, that our happiness relates to our whole physical health. And, you know, it's a fairly in-depth article here, so I won't go through the whole thing, but I just want to share, you know, that this here, it looks like there is a benefit of positive mental health that goes beyond the fact that you're not depressed. What that is is still a mystery, but when we understand the set of processes involved, we will have a much more more insight into how health works. And they've done this great study uh, based over 20 years, that suggests that people who are happier are healthier, and it just really uh, it really stood out to me here, especially this piece here: the state of mind equals state of body. This goes to what we've been saying in the spiritual community for so long about that mind-body connection. What the Heal Your Life work, what Louise Hayes work has been based on for uh, many years, is that you know what we have in our mind it produces what we have in our body. And, and even uh, this researcher here says that, you know, this isn't to blame people for getting sick. It's simply to provide a reason, right? Uh, so I will share that entire document with you when I send out the recording. Moving uh, into that emotional body, you know, things that we can do to help improve our emotions or help us to grow emotionally is that piece of self-reflection. And really going into journaling our experiences, how they made us feel, those types of things, practicing forgiveness towards ourselves and towards others. Um, And it's an ongoing thing. You know, just yesterday, I realized something that I haven't forgiven in myself that keeps coming up that's been from the past a long time ago that I've never before identified as something that I need to forgive myself for and if you need some help with visualization around forgiveness and so on, I do have a YouTube video that's based on Louise Hayes forgiveness meditation. So if you just type into YouTube, uh, Victoria Johnson forgiveness meditation, um, it'll come up for you. And, um, you know, sometimes, you know, you just need to do it once. I've got other clients who do it every single day, just working through all the different emotions. So please feel free to use that resource. Really deepening your connection with other people, building stronger relationships, uh, spending loads of time in gratitude, just finding, you know, all the things to be thankful for. As I look up right now, you know, I see a beautiful tree in front of my window. I can tell the sun is shining outside. You know, these are all things to be so incredibly grateful for. And they're everywhere we look. Like each of you, if you just look around your room right now, we'll find things to be grateful for. They're there. Do you see them? You see them. We can all look up to the roof over our heads. You know, so much to be grateful for. We are so blessed. Even in these trying or challenging times, we are so incredibly blessed. And the physical body, moving now into the physical body, which is what so many people think of when they think of health, it is a reflection of the total sum of all aspects of who we are. Does that make sense to everyone? Yeah. I am so excited about that statement. Your physical body totally reflects who you are on all different levels and what you're going through. You know, it provides you with everything that you need to go through life, you know, every bone, every muscle, every organ, everything, every heartbeat, everything that you need to go through life. And so, you know, when we think about our physical health, often we think about what we eat and getting exercise, which is really important, of course, but it's not the only thing to consider, Um, you know, also recognizing things like stress on our body and, you know, stress occurring when we've got some imbalance between our spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical selves. And, and we are being triggered into that fight or flight response as, as something that is, hardwired into us and so often people chronically live within that state of fight or flight and so what's happening in the body is constant stress and so as we become aware of that we can learn to let that go then we can notice when it comes in and we can take steps to move it out and it does it is no longer a way of living I can tell you that I have lived years maybe even a decade in a state of fight or flight and how incredibly hard that is on the body. Um, as I think about it more, probably multiple decades living in fight or flight. Um, but now that I've recognized it, when it shows up, I can move through it. So I invite you all to just really experience what it's like for your body to feel relaxed. And there's so many amazing videos uh, on YouTube that you know people can access for free. Just for meditations to help you move through that. Another thing that I've been doing this past week is I've been playing uh, music from YouTube just um, on the 528 megahertz, which is very healing for the body. Um, I, I, my favorite one is a scene of like ocean turtles and dolphins and everything else. And, you know, just these little things that we can do that make a huge difference in our life. So remembering that health is so much more than the absence of disease. Our physical body is our foundation in life, that everything else is built upon, but it is equally important to exercise the other three components, the mental, the spiritual, and the emotional, not just the physical. And uh, I think that's the last thought that I want to share with you this morning. And then maybe we can have a little bit of discussion around that, anything that came up for anyone. I'm a little bit passionate. I could go on forever. So are you able to unmute yourself or shall I just go back in and unmute everyone here?
3: I just wanted to um, touch on that health is more than the absence of dis-ease because I totally agree with that. Because how you feel is how you show up in the world. So Mm -hmm. we're all connected. And that energetic exchange happens whether you want it to or not. So I feel like if we can show up being the healthiest version of ourselves, that impacts all of us on a positive level.
0: It absolutely does. And I love what you shared about how how we show up in the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, How many of you can relate to this? Uh, if you are feeling not well, you know, in terms of um, emotionally not well, mm-hmm. and you're supposed to go to a family barbecue or a work function or give a presentation, like you show up differently yes. than you do when you're feeling that you've got that balance between spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical.
4: Mm -hmm. Can I make a a comment? Yes, please. I know you're passionate about this as well. Yeah. Well, I I love to listen. So I'm learning right now. It's interesting how you say showing up, Rachel, because today I was going to get half dressed as a lot of people do. We dress the top half of us to be on Zoom calls and the bottom half is kind of like whatever. And my goal after this is to get outside and do my gardening. So I was going to, put on my lovely flower top because I love flowers, and my bottom was going to be my sweatpants for going outside to, to gardening. And I love how Rachel said, I thought, you know what, I'm showing up for now for this. So you know what, I didn't put those pants on. I put on my dress-up pants because I'm attending, a, you know, a, an online Meeting webinars where I can learn, and I want to be totally here, not half here and half there. So it's interesting, Rachel, that you would bring up showing up. I showed up completely here today. I made that choice when I got dressed. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just one of those moments
1: when I just want to get up and cheer because you are just in such a great state of awareness. Thank you, Maureen. Thank you, Rachel. Anyone else have anything they want to share? I'm just going to quickly check the notes in the chat here before we move to the next spot because
0: I... Okay, we're good. All right, so um, I wanted to move from there if no one has anything else they want to add right now into uh, strengthening the positive. And so often uh, we identify what it is that, you know, we'd like to maybe work on, but we don't necessarily take the next step of eliminating the negative and strengthening the positive. And knowing that we can remove from our minds once and for all the negative thought forces um, that have been preventing us from obtaining the best life possible. And when I say negative thought forces, I want to go right back to the beginning of this call a thought is neither negative or positive, but it's the perception that we put on it. Um, so I may hear something and interpret it as negative. Somebody else may hear the exact same thing and interpret it as positive. Um, but just, you know, from for the sake of working through this exercise, you know, recognizing things that you want to uh, improve or grow on within your own personal life. And knowing that if you have reinforced your uh, positive characteristics, then you're becoming stronger. So every time you raise that number up, you're becoming stronger and your ability again in every area to soar and flow with the ebb and flow of life that fluctuates those numbers for you as well. And also really recognizing where your natural strengths are, what, where you're, just, what you're naturally good at and knowing that you can use those strengths that maybe you have in health and uh, like in physical health and transfer those strengths over to financial health, you know, whether it being, uh, be a disciplined practice or whatever it might be, that all of those skills are transferable. And one thing that, that I find that really helps to let go of old beliefs or uh, maybe stories we've been telling ourselves is um, a little visualization treatment. And uh, we're not going to do it on the, on the call today, but I do want to explain. It's just like three or four steps here. I want to explain to you how to do it so that you can do it once you're off the call. And that is, you know, just getting into a nice, relaxed state of meditation. And then in your mind, seeing yourself, uh, just like, like, like you're looking onto yourself, right? So just visualizing yourself. And then in your mind, thinking of any traits that you uh, want to change, you know, about yourself, that you want to grow with about yourself, that you want to strengthen about yourself, thinking about uh, anywhere where it is that you want to process more healing. And kind of seeing those things as a, as a shadow in your body, recognizing that shadow in your body And then surrounding your entire body with this big, beautiful, bright light. And, you know, I don't care if it's pink or purple or white. You can put crystals in it, sparkles, whatever you want, surrounding yourself with that beautiful white light. And knowing that that is your true self. We are all part of source energy. We are all part of the creator. We are all part of the universe. We're all part of God. Knowing that we have that inside us, I mean, just really relating with that thought That in itself makes me just radiate with this bright light. And so just when you see that shadow within yourself, just applying the light, just apply the light and let that light grow and grow and grow with you. And once you get into that meditative state where you are just radiating that healing energy, that big, beautiful, bright light, whatever that might mean to you, just stay there for a few minutes. Don't pop right out. Stay there for a few minutes. Enjoy being in that beautiful high vibration. And you can use that on any aspect of your health, you know, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, financial, friendships, you know, relationships, whatever it might be. Um, so, uh, you know, anything that you, that is troubling you. Um, there is an expression uh, from The Course in Miracles that says, anything that you bring to the altar is altered. And so when you think of it, you know, when going into that state of meditation as maybe bringing it to the altar, knowing that it will be altered from that experience. So that's, you know, a little exercise that I, of course, want to to recommend to you. And you knew I was going to talk about affirmations, didn't you? so here we are with affirmations. For those of you who aren't um, familiar with them, they are personal, positive and present tense statements so instead of i am going to save more money i am saving more money and um, just really making them personal positive positive present tense again acting as if and really be specific so maybe if you want to lose weight um so instead of the affirmation being i am losing weight i am now healthy and fit and a hundred and whatever pounds that you want to be that kind of thing Um, just really getting specific on that as well. And uh, to close off the call today, I wanted to share some some affirmations with you. And I do have uh, quite a little list here um, that I want to go through with you, but I would like to just do it as a bit of a meditation to end the call. And so before we do that, I just want to say next week's call Uh, manifesting prosperity and abundance in every way that that shows up, right? So I look forward to seeing you again for next week. And I want to thank you all for being here today and for your commitment to being here. And uh, I know that we're usually somewhere around 15 to 20 uh, people on this call every week. And there is, however, uh, at this point, 99 people who are getting the, the recording sent out to them that are signed up for this course as well. So you showing up here every week, you are making a difference because people are learning from you. And I, you've heard me say this once, you've heard me say it a million times, we are all the same. We are all the same. We all carry those same emotions and and our our feelings and just, you know, our desires. We are fundamentally all the same. And so if you are experiencing something and sharing it, you are helping other people as well. So I applaud you for faithfully coming to this call and to this webinar. And if you're unable to join us live for faithfully watching it and learning from the people who are here. And so thank you again. So I'm going to end the call today with a little uh, meditative state of affirmations. We are going to cover a few different subjects. And so please just uh, find yourself a nice, relaxed position. And please let these words just absorb into your being. These are not just words that we want to be on the surface, you know, or in our mental awareness. We want these to be beliefs. Beliefs. So just really absorbing what you want to absorb as a belief for you. If there is something that I say that you don't agree with, just let it go. Let it pass you by. But take in what it is that you want for yourself. So whenever you're ready, we're just going to take a couple of nice deep breaths and
1: get started here. Just really feel each of these words. I'm glad to be alive. It's
0: wonderful to be fully participating in life. I trust the flow of events in life to produce perfect results for me. Divine intelligence supports me in all that I do. I welcome an abundance of joy, love, and happiness to my life. Thank you, life. I approve of myself. I love and accept myself totally. I appreciate all parts of me. Loving myself heals my life. I express my feelings openly and easily. And I forgive myself totally. I am willing to accept love. I release negative thoughts and patterns easily. I experience love wherever I go. I listen closely and open my heart when interacting with others. The love I extend returns to me multiplied. I deserve love. I enjoy wonderful associations with positive and uplifting people. I forgive and release the past. I love and appreciate the members of my family. My relationships are filled with joy and fun and love. Every cell in my body is alive with health and energy. My body is strong and healthy. Every system in my body functions exactly as it was intended to. I easily choose to nurture my body with healthy foods. I move my body in ways that make me feel good. My immune system is strong and healthy. I meditate daily to give my body deep rest and enhance my immune system. I breathe deeply, bringing energy to all my cells. My body is flexible. My body has a remarkable capacity for healing. Every resource I need for my healing comes to me. It is wonderful to be using all of my talents and abilities in my ideal career position. I know that I follow the divine plan for my life. I am confident that I earn a wonderful living in doing work and service that is important to me. And I am easily guided to offer the gifts of my unique talents and abilities. I easily listen to my inner wisdom and to direct my daily activities and plans. Wonderful opportunities come into my life daily. I welcome all the abundance the universe has to offer. My income is constantly increasing as I work the same or fewer hours. My financial supply is endless and flows to me in many ways. I have more than enough money for my expenses and desires, and I keep the flow going by contributing to others. I believe that money is my friend, and I deserve it in abundance. My self-awareness is constantly increasing. I commit my mind to focusing on positive, healthy, loving thoughts. Being organized feels wonderful. I am patient and kind. I easily express my thoughts and feelings to others. I trust my inner wisdom, knowing that all the answers are within me. My body remains relaxed and my mind alert throughout the day.
1: And so it is. That was a
0: landslide of affirmations for you. And I sincerely hope that they just fill your mind, body, spirit, emotions with love and acceptance for yourself today and throughout each of the coming days. I thank you again for joining me today, and I'll see you again next week. Bye-bye for now. I love you. Thanks. Bye, Victoria. Bye. Thank you, Victoria. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. If you would like to become an internationally certified Heal Your Life teacher and coach, please visit thetraining.ca. To be a guest on the show and share your story, please visit victoriajohnson.org. Thank you so much for joining us.